Hey there, good morning everyone. So today is just a raw um, podcast. Um, I had felt like, um, I had been feeling like God keeps telling me to come back here and I don't. And yesterday I sat after reading all of my, going through the scriptures and just meditating and journaling and stuff and I was just having an off day yesterday um, and I couldn't figure out what it was exactly and I don't actually still know what it was but I do know that when I was sitting I felt like the Holy Spirit was just leading me to sit and write out what I've learned from the last four years since my mom has passed away so um, it it didn't I knew the date um, it was March 8th um, four years ago that my mom passed away I was there um, and so March 8th this year it kind of passed I knew it was coming and I kind of just got busy and um, so I think yesterday was kind of a culmination of all of that that I didn't acknowledge it completely I have not forgotten her obviously um, but um, I just kind of I was busy that day I guess and just didn't process it until yesterday I guess I think that's kind of what it was because when the Holy Spirit led me to sit and write things um, then I realized um, in the last four years there has been a lot of growth um, change um, refining um, unearthing I, I I say those things because I'm drawn to nature and earth and dirt and all of that kind of stuff so the refining and the unearthing and the pruning um, I know in so many scriptures and it talks about that he is the vine we are the branches and he has to cut us away the dead things and so it's really prevalent to me um, because I feel like I've been in the wilderness for so long I'm still there um, but I am believing for um, more um, and I know that in the wilderness there are so many scriptures talking about God went to the wilderness and he stepped away and in the wilderness there is refining there is pruning there is uprooting there's um, unearthing um, the gunk and there's like where they're toiling like the Israelites were in the wilderness and God was trying to build their character and that so that's that wilderness is true it's it's building your character it's building you more like God and so that's what it's been doing um the last four years there's been toiling and things um and then this last year is just been harder um a, a deeper uprooting a deeper unearthing um a deeper revelation of things um, and so I sat here and I wrote out 14 things and I I, I really I prayed about this and just even now in this moment because I felt like God said let's do it and um, like I said my podcasts are raw they're like I don't have music I don't have an intro an outro it's just me talking or if I'm talking with somebody else it's not spectacular to the point of this is who I am this is I don't need the ins and outs of things I'm simple and um, I like to get to the point of things 
And so the first one that I felt like I needed to write down was things are not always what they appear <laughs> and they are not. Um, and this last year has just opened that up more. Um, and I don't know that I'm, I don't know that I'm ready to share what's happened in this last year and that, and even in these last months, um, since the six months since it's been six months since, um, I was let go of the job that I had and it's been a blessing and it's been, it's been actually the last six months has actually been more refining and uprooting and unearthing things God has allowed me to do because I don't have, I'm not working and God has asked me to step away from social media. Like I've said before, and I don't plan on going back unless he tells me to. Um, and so I'm digging into the word. I'm learning more about who I am and who he's called me to be and why the things that trigger me and why the things do the things. And so um, when it's time, I will talk more about things that are not always what they appear. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, so that's just number one. Number two. Being strong, in quotations, doesn't mean you don't process feelings. Um, so when my mom died, I the, the day of her funeral, um, I was laying in bed and we were at my brother's um, sister-in-law's house staying there. Um, and she was, she was a blessing. Her house was a blessing for us completely because we all got, all of us siblings got to stay there so that this, the other relatives could stay with, you know, my dad or a hotel or whatever. So this house was truly a blessing. But on the day of the funeral, it was gloomy. It was cold. It was snowing. It was raining. It was windy. And I just laid in bed before it was time to go. And I just laid there and I said, okay, God, what am I supposed to do today? Like, what are you calling me to do? And I just, in my in my spirit, just hurts. Be strong, stay strong. And now, <laughs> that could have been like, okay, fine. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna do all this stuff. Um, and I, I, I didn't fully know what that meant. And then um, throughout my life, I've always felt like I have to be strong. I have to stay the course. I'm always the strong one. Um, I hide my emotions. I keep my emotions hidden. Um, and I, I keep them that way until it's time. And sometimes it's to the point where I'm just rationalizing them and yelling and screaming. Um, but being strong doesn't mean you don't process your feelings. And so that has been a repeat of mine. And the last year even more that I can be strong. And I'm strong in God. God gives me the strength. My verse is always Philippians 4 through 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, I can't do it without God. So being strong that day of her funeral was that I was going to have his strength in me to get through that day. And I knew that my job was to make sure that everybody was taken care of. Because um, that's, that's who I've always been. And not in a way of disregarding my feelings, but I needed to make sure that everybody else was okay. So I was holding hands with people, my sister, my brothers, making sure that they were okay. Dad, you know, um, um, everybody else. And I just sat there. I didn't, I didn't have tears really on um, that day because I think I, I released a lot of them before that. And I've released a lot of them after, but, um, 
that was just what God told me to do. So being strong doesn't mean I don't process my feelings. I have to process those feelings because I have to hand those over to God. I have to surrender those feelings to God so that he can bring his strength in, even in the feelings, the sadness, the grief, the sorrow, the doubt, the fears, the worries, the anxieties. I have to hand it to God. So in him, I am strong. Okay. Number three, mama's prayers still carry even after her passing. Um, I am seeing fully well that my mom's prayers over my children, over us as um, all of my siblings, over my father, um, over so much are still carrying us and still God is still um, not breaking his promise to her and fulfilling those things um, even today. And like I said, this is just things I've learned in the last four years. I could go deeper with all this, but I feel like one day maybe God will tell me to do that. Um, but that's just what it is. Number four, growing in all ways while grieving. Grieving is also a stirring of roots inside of you to teach you, to change you, and grow you. So grieving comes and goes. But in the grieving, you learn, you grow, you, you turn the soil over, you learn new things from the grief, you learn new things about yourself, you learn new things about how to grieve, what not to grieve, uh, you know, not, not to grieve, but you know, it just, it's teaching you, it's changing you, it's growing you. Um, growing and grieving go together. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to go into more of that. Um, number five, mama is always right. Jesus over every hill and valley. Um, which over everything, there's a book by Lisa Whittle and I read it and I did the devote, I did her study guide and everything else. And it hit home to me. I think it was after mom died. It's called Jesus over everything. It was amazing, amazing. The book, everything. Um, but this new season and this new year and this, this, the last six months, um, God's given me a vision and one day I will get a tattoo of it, I believe. Um, and it was a tattoo that I was going to do when my mom died. Um, but it was basically like Lisa Whittles where it's Jesus, his name at the top, then a line and then everything underneath that, the word everything. But for me personally, and maybe I need to have my sister make me a t-shirt. I don't know. Um, but this is something personal to me. I see it as not a line. I see Jesus, the word Jesus at the top. And then everything, and I'm like, you know, the, the tattoo of hills and valleys. Um, I mean, hills and valleys. Um, and then everything. That is what I am going through. Mama, Mom always said, put Jesus first, and everything will take, everything will go well. Surrender everything. So, I feel like I've been in more valleys than hills. But either way, he's there with me. So my mom was always right about Jesus over everything. Um, and if you haven't read that book and you haven't done that, go do it. Um, it's in the trials and, the, and, and everything that he is still there. He is still steady. He is still faithful. He is still um, there even in the heart. And so, yeah. 
Number six, life changes as someone you have loved passes, but they are still here. So life changes. When somebody dies uh, that you've loved so long or that you has raised you, um, it changes your life. It changes who you are, how you perceive life, how you walk. Um, it even changes you to the point of seeing other people's heartbrokenness over their death or their sicknesses or whatever else. You change. It's inevitable. It happens. And I think that a lot of times that we don't see it that way because I think that some people I have known that a death of somebody destroyed them. Like they are not who they once were because they allowed the enemy to come in and just take over their lives and not fully because maybe they didn't fully know who God was. And how that he turns everything into good. Because if it isn't good yet, God isn't done. So, life changes. But they're, but they're still here. My mom is still around. I feel her presence. I feel her peace. I feel her love. Um, I feel her love um, everywhere. And I, I have remembrances of her things, her thoughts, her her sayings, her quotes, all of that kind of stuff. So she's still in me because she, I mean, I'm part of her. So she's still here. Um, grief and death reveals goodness. Eyes opened more. Um, it just, I don't know how to explain that in a better way. Grief and death, um, they reveal God. Um, in a new way. Um, like, I just don't know how to explain it. So maybe you need to sit with that one. It's just, it's something that I have seen. Um, just eyes are open more. Number eight, passing of mom has brought me to the fact of Jesus more than ever and opened me to see who I am, what God put in me, and what the enemy meant for evil God made for good, who God is. Um, and again, like I go back to my mom's prayers. I know that she prayed over all of us, each kid, each grandkid, each, you know, everybody. And so the passing of my mom has just drawn me closer to God. And to who I am in the last six months, even more of who God created me to be. I've learned more about who I am and realizing who I am is not odd. I'm not weird. Um, I'm not peculiar. I'm not unique. I am. I am unique. I'm made in his image, but he made me for a purpose. And I am growing in that purpose and plan. One day I may reveal that to you, but in the time he's still processing me. Um, but I'm fully believing for what God has showed me that I'm supposed to be doing, um, and why I am who I am. And one aspect of that is probably you guys know that I'm a feeler. Um, I'm an imp, imp, I'm empathetic. I can feel people's emotions. I can sense things. The Holy Spirit has gifted me in that way. I can feel when there's goodness. I, feel, I can feel when there's not goodness. I can feel when it's the enemy and not the enemy. I can feel your pain. I can feel your aches. I can feel your heartache. I can feel it all. 
and I didn't think it was a curse. I just, it's a lot and I, it's heavy because I carry it and I've come to the point where I have to surrender it and I have to ask for help um, because of that. That's just one part of who I am. Um, I've known that forever, but I couldn't figure out why. Um, and so the last six months or so has been uprooting that and it is real. Um, God has placed that in my life for a purpose and a plan. Um, there is more, but when God tells me it's time to share that, I will because I think I, I'm not going to share that because I've already shared this part of who I am and it's real. Um, I know when the demonic is around. I know, I, I just know when the goodness is around. I see it, I hear it, um, I feel it. So um, that's just something I do. Um, number nine. Death brings life and beauty. So with death, I'm talking about uprooting, up, you know, death of something or someone. There is always beauty that comes from it. Um, so even though my mom has passed away and we would love to have her here, honestly, she's in a better place and we would not want her coming back here. Um, but even in planting and growing and nature, there is a point where death comes so that the beauty can come because you have to die to yourself and have, surrender everything to God. And then the beauty comes up because then you figure out and you blossom and you grow just like the plants. They die and then they come back up. And they're just beautiful, right? So death brings life and beauty. Always does. Number 10, never get above on people. We are spiritual beatings fighting not flesh and blood, but the darkness of the enemy. Love no matter what. See them through the spirit lens. Um, that's just something I wrote down. I'm not going to go into detail a lot with that because that's something that God is still pruning in me um, of what I'm called to do. Um, but just know that we are spiritual beatings, beings and we are not fighting against each other as physical, like fleshly people, we're fighting against darknesses. Um, the, the enemy wants to come in and kill and steal and destroy. And so if we're not fighting the right way, um, he's going to take us. He's going to beat us up. He's going to put negative thoughts into our head. He's going to bring people around us that are not good for us. Um, I can't, I'm not, I'm not ready to share all that yet. Um, what's been going on for the last six months um, and what God's shown me and what I've had to help battle with my family. But just know that there's been battles um, against the flesh, not against the flesh, but against the enemies, the prince about the darkness, the, the all of this stuff in the last six months. And I'm talking hard and holy battles. Um, so never give up on people. Um, just because you may be angry at them or disappointed in them because of the way they saw said something or talked to you, just know that Jesus loves them and you're to love them as well. Um, number 11, clarity, purpose. Clarity and purpose. Have faith that if it isn't good yet, God isn't done. So death, my, the death of my mom has brought more clarity and purpose in my life in the last four years. Um... And I think she always, like I mentioned before, she said Jesus over everything. I think with her death, there's been coming more clarity and purpose in my life. And I'm not going to say that if she didn't die, it wouldn't have come. And I, I, I don't know that. 
Um, but for me, this is how it's happened. And like I said, a lot of people who have had family members die, um, it wasn't the case for them. But I, again, go back to my mom's prayers, um, still getting fulfilled. And also my grandmother's prayers getting fulfilled. Um, and so, um, yeah, there's clarity and purpose even after her death. Um, number 12, Jesus loves all and never wants anyone to perish to the pit. We have a choice. How will you surrender your soul, your mind, will, and emotions? Your soul is made up of mind, will, and emotions. And I just had this conversation with um, teenage moms um, and teenagers um, about our souls. We have a soul. We have a spirit. We have a heart. We have a mind. But our mind is in our soul. So... Um, God doesn't want us to go to the pit of hell. He he came and Jesus died for our sins and he doesn't want any of us to perish and go to hell. And the hope that I have is that four years ago my mom died, that she's where he is. She's sitting with Jesus. She's sitting with my grandmas, both my grandmas, my grandpa. She's sitting with relatives and friends and family that and and you know Abraham and Moses and just Deborah and Esther and you know just Ruth and just all of those people and it's beautiful he's created it for us um number 13 what I thought I was losing ended up just what I needed to lose to get more get me here so there was a lot of things in the last four years that I felt like I lost um, I lost my mom. I lost my purpose. Like I thought I lost my purpose because I quit teaching fitness classes. I quit even trying to do Bible studies, virtual Bible studies with women. I quit exercising period. I quit moving my body. I quit, um, I quit learning all the things about health and wellness because I'm like, what's the point? Um, and not that I was doing it for my mom. I was doing it for me because I felt good. It felt good for me. I knew I needed to exercise for my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health. Um, I know I needed to eat right. Um, and later, if God allows, I will share some of the reasons why that happened. But it's not time yet for that. Um, but I, I, was, I was just like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm losing everything. I, I, I have no control. I sat in depression and, and anxious and just all the stuff. And like I said, I, one day I will share exactly what that is when God leads me to boldly and confidently share this without anything else, distractions. Um, my sister and my brothers kind of know what, what's, what's happened, but um, nobody else does really. Um, so what I thought I was losing ended up just what I needed to lose to get me here. So all of those things that I had did, the classes, the health coaching, I'm a health coach. I was trained for all this stuff. Um, I, this last year, um, right before I was let go of my job, I am a lymphatic enhancement practitioner. So I have a LymphStar machine. I opened up a business. I opened an LLC I have not used um, and God may be redirecting that to the point of my business name is still. I'm sorry for the dog. My business name is still the same. 
Um, it's not going to change um, at all. But what's going to happen is God may redirect it, may change it to do something different um, than what I thought it was. Um, so what I thought I was losing ended up just being what I needed to lose to get me here. And that's what we need to do. If we surrender everything to God and say, okay. And, um, over the last six months I have done that. I just said, God, this is your business. I opened it. I'm leaving it in your hands. Number 14 in the wilderness. But, oh, the valley is where I am, refining, producing, where my roots are getting deeper. So in the wilderness is where I am, but it's not where I'm staying. Um, sorry about that. My son's dog came in and started barking because my son came in. Um, so I'm in the wilderness. I mentioned that in the beginning. I'm in the wilderness. I'm in the valley. Um, it's refining and producing, I know. The fruits of the Spirit are um, love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, self-control. Um, I'm digging deep into all of that. And some of that I had, patience. Um, some of that I had, but I needed more refining. Um, and my goal now is to just be producing good fruit. Um, am I perfect? Nope, nobody is. Um, but that is my goal. That is my, that's where I'm striving. The Holy Spirit leads me to do what I need to do every morning, every day. He leads, he guides. I make the decisions by the spirit telling me, not my flesh, not all the time, not perfect because I can get in the flesh and I can get angry. But I also know that what, like I said before, I know what God's put in me and what I'm supposed to be doing. And so at this moment in the valley that I'm in, he's pruning me. He's teaching me. I'm underground right now and I've been here before and I feel like I've been here for probably about four years since mom's died I, I feel like I've been in the valley and I've been just digging my roots into the foundation of who I am who God called me to be and what I'm supposed to be doing with my life um, and then also expanding that to my family because one day um Hopefully, prayerfully, my family will get on here and share more. Um, but that's one day. Because um, I told you that this podcast is about people and sharing their testimony and where God's brought them and how we're so different and what we've taught, what He's taught us, what He's not taught us. And I, this is not a podcast just for people who are Christians or of faith. I just want to hear your story. And that's what this podcast has always been about because God told me. We need to share stories. And so this is my story right now. In the last four years, just some things that God has showed me um, that is going on right now. Um, there is a lot more to these things, like I said, but this is just a small tidbit of it because God has not asked me to share deeper on some of these things. Like I said, my sister and my brother do know um, my family here in my house knows, but nobody else knows. Um, this stuff has been kept secret for the last year, um, that what's been going on. Um, but it's been hard and holy work. Um, and so it's been in the valley, pretty much. Um, and some of this stuff has actually lingered on probably four years. It's just up, been um, uprooted and revealed and just, yeah. 
So I just wanted to come on here and say that I'm still here. I'm not on social media. I do have my messenger app open on Facebook and I still have my messenger app on Instagram open. So if you need to reach out to me and share your story and you want to be on the podcast, let me know. I don't know what's going on in your lives unless I know. Um, and like I said, I don't plan on coming back until God tells me. And when he does, then it's going to be for a purpose and a plan. Um, and this podcast will be probably linked to Facebook and Instagram or Facebook and Spotify. Um, just because it automatically does that. And that's okay. But I am not on it. I don't see everything. And I'm sorry. But um, part of the reason God has asked me to step away um, is because I mentioned before I'm a feeler, um, I'm empathetic, and um, the way God designed me, and I will explain this more maybe some other time, the depths of this, um, who God has created me to be, and I've known this since I was little, but the stuff that goes on in the world and people's things, the sadness, the happiness, everything else, I carry it. And I have to release it. And so it gets so heavy that it bogs me down and it hurts. And it's exciting. And just all the emotions I have to carry. So I have to steward my my body, my life, my stuff with God. And so that's why part of the reason I'm still working through that. Um, and my emotions get a little carried away. Because when I feel things so much and so strongly, I can actually speak out of those emotions and not doing what I should be doing. Um, and so God's unearthed a lot of that. Um, and I come off preachy and there's a purpose and a plan for that. Um, because I don't, I'm so big into the fact that I want people to change and I, because I see them differently than they are. And so it, it's, it's one of those things that God's refining me in. Um, so, um, there's a purpose in all of this, um, and I'm so excited to go where it's going, and I'm so excited that when God tells me to share with you all, it'll be sharing. Chef, I can't even talk, but just know I'm here still. My family is still here. Um, we're just on silence right now. We're in the valley. And we're uprooting things and we're unearthing things and we're pruning things. And um, it's not us doing it. It's God. God doing it in us. It's just, it's, it's a little bit painful. And it's been a lot of heartache and hurt and te tears and sorrow and happiness and joy all mixed into one. And so this valley has been definitely a valley of everything. Um, I don't think I've, I mean, I've journaled as much as I can. I have a prayer journal, personal journal I do. I have a dream journal because God's been showing me dreams and I write that stuff down. And then I have a journal just for the things that actually God has allowed me to do in the last six months to a year for people that he's shown me who I am and what I'm called to do. Uh, and this is not, <laughs> this is not. All of this stuff is not worldly. Um, it's not, it's spiritual. So, um, and it's unexplainable because it's not something that I've ever experienced before. And it, I'm going in it, trusting and having faith that God is guiding me and leading me. And he is because it's not me. It is not me at all. And um, my old self anyway. And my word this year has been faith. 
And so he's producing more faith in me. And with faith comes courage and boldness and um, confidence. And so from my mom's death four years ago, there's a lot coming out of it. And a lot of people can come out of, like I said, a lot of people can come out of somebody's death, family member, loved one of heartache, hurt, bitterness, resentment, anger, and look at the world in a very bad way. And my heart aches for those people um, because that's not the way that God intended our lives to be, um, even with the hurts. I mean, can you believe that God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins and I was listening to a message yesterday um, and I do that a lot um, and just just the sacrifice that God did I mean just like he he sent his son to die for our sins and the message that I was listening to last night it kind of it was like huh never thought of it that way and I'm still processing it but it was something that I thought I would share with you like Okay, so God sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Everybody sins. It didn't say certain people. It said everyone. So anybody who's listening to me, it means every one of you. Even if you're not walking with God, it means you too. Um, but this message was, he said, okay, God sent Jesus. And Jesus was like us for 30 years. He walked on the earth. He, he, he performed miracles and healed people and delivered people and ministered to people. And he had his disciples and everything else. But here's the thing. He was human. God, Jesus was human. So he made the scriptures where it was like talking about where Jesus said, Jesus, I, God, I don't want to do this, but your will be done. He was in his human nature. So Jesus wasn't necessarily wanting to do this for us. He was wanting to do it to please his father, which was God. And that's our ultimate goal. Now we know that there's the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So they're all one, yes. But it kind of just made me think a little bit more. Like, yes, he did die for us. But his ultimate goal was to please his father. And that's what our ultimate goal is in life, is to be walking with God, to be pleasing Him. So people's opinions shouldn't matter. People's um, thoughts of us should not matter. What should matter is that we're pleasing God. So we're walking in our obedience to God and doing what He's called us to do, despite the ridicule, because Jesus had ridicule, despite the, the persecution, Jesus had the persecution. I mean, Jesus literally walked just like we did in human form and experience things and he did miracles and guess what in the bible it says he's leaving so that we can perform even greater miracles so as much as we don't see that right now or we don't believe it it's true there are miracles that are still being happening today but i just wanted you to think about that like our ultimate goal is not to be pleasing people it's not to be sucking up. It's not to be getting this high-paying job. If it's not what God wants, it's to be pleasing Him. So whatever pleases Him, if He asks you to get the job, if He asks you to move to a different place, it's walking in obedience to that. And I'm still walking that out. I am not perfect at it. I am still walking that out because there's times that I'm in my flesh and I just want to do what I want to do. I don't want to do what He's asking me to do. Just like today, the podcast, I was putting it off. 
Um, today, I've been asking for the last week or two, okay, God, what's the next step? Um, because of the fact that I have a machine that I spent a lot of money on. I have a business that I have spent a lot of money on. And when I did the taxes this year with our tax guy, I was like, oh. But um, God has revealed to me that when I opened the business, it wasn't going to look like what I had thought. And so I have the business name, I have the LLC, and it's going to look a lot different than it usually does um, or what I thought it was going to do. But also I've been asking what my next steps were. Well, (laughs) sometimes God has already told you the next step or in my personal experience, he's already told me the next step and I haven't done it. So that's why he's not telling me anything else. He's not talking to me. So today I was sitting here and um, you know that I'm still into health and wellness and I'm into natural things. I've been doing a lot of things um, and I still have yet. I have my seeds. I have everything. I have not started planting my herbal medicine garden and it may not be for anybody else but my family and that's okay because that's pretty much what I do now with everything else. Um, So I haven't planted that yet. And God just reminded me, nudgingly, kindly, saying, Crystal, I have books. I have everything. I've been growing in that for years. I just never actually stepped foot into it because of fear, of unknown, of not knowing everything. And that's what the beauty of it is, is because we get to learn with him. If I'm asking the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me, he's going to teach me that because that's what the Holy Spirit is. He's our comforter. He's our um He's the one that we come to for everything. And so he leads, he guides us. Um, So he's asked me to do that. (laughs) And I haven't done it. Okay, God, you've asked me to do it. So it's time to do it. Um, The podcast. I come in sporadically. I don't have a set schedule. I don't reach out to people. And he's asked me to do this years ago. And I haven't done it. And it's come back again today. Crystal, what are you doing? I've asked you to do things. And so um, I think these are steps of faith that I have to take that even though I don't know how it's going to go, and even though this podcast isn't spectacular with intro and outro music, and I don't have affiliate links to share with you right now. I mean, I do have some. I just, I'm just, it's not that place. It's not that time. I don't want that stuff. I want it to be fully God, fully spirit in this message, healing, um, just giving insight to people, to help people, to encourage people. My seeds um, that have been sitting here, my, my medicinal seeds that I bought a year ago have since still been sitting here. Um, and I love planting. I love gardening. I love all of this stuff. And with this rain right now, I'm like, come on, let's get some stuff done. I haven't even planted any seeds um, for my vegetables or anything like that. I want chickens. My husband told me I've wanted chickens for about two years. My husband says no. And now he's kind of thinking about it. And not because of the chicken egg thing or anything like that. It's just something I've always wanted. I don't have a farm, but I have a yard. And I have two dogs that pretty much poop in it everywhere. Um, but these are little steps that I've, I haven't been obedient to do. So in the valley, even though it seems desolate and dry and that nothing's moving and nothing's producing because I'm so filled with all of this stuff, I just want to encourage you, ask God, what's the little step that I can take in this valley to move me closer to getting to the hill? Um, and so those two things right there are things that God has asked me to do. It, it excites me. It scares me. It makes me nervous because 
I can get into the comparison trap of, oh, or I watch YouTube videos or whatever. Other people are doing these things and I'm like, oh, everybody had to start somewhere, right? And I love using medicinal herbs. I love growing things. I love making natural remedies for things. I have things in my house. My kids know this. Um, I want to grow sprouts, um, broccoli sprouts and all that kind of stuff. And I've wanted to do that for years too. And I just, I just don't. And not so much just for me, but for other people. Um, I told my neighbor last week, I wish that our HOA would allow me to just make my front yard a garden, like garden beds. Um, I'm this last week, I actually cleared my son and I cleared out my beds of the bushes and stuff in the front yard. I'm planning on putting a pollinating garden in the front yard, um, where the windows are and then on the side, um, because that's who I am. Um, if you don't know, I, I don't put stuff on my grass that chemicals and stuff. I would rather have the dandelions because those are medicinal and I'm all about that. Um, but my HOA won't let me just make beds in my front yard. So I can do my backyard <laughs> and do that stuff. But those are things that God's put in me, part of who I am, um, who I love to be. Like I said, I love being outdoors. Nature centers me. I don't like it when it's cold so much, but I'm going to have to learn to appreciate that even more. Um, so that's a little bit of a recap of the fact that the, in the wilderness, I'm still producing. I'm real still refining. I'm still going back to God. What did you tell me to do? Cause if he does, if he told you to do something and you haven't done it, he's not going to, it's not that he doesn't love you and he doesn't care for you. He just wants you to do what he's asked you to do. Cause he wants to see if you're going to be obedient. Cause if you're not going to be obedient with the small things that he asks you to do, he's not going to move you to bigger and, and greater things. He wants to, he loves you and he wants those bigger and greater things for you. And he has plans for you, but he needs to see that you're going to take those steps of faith and be obedient to those small things. Even if they are just start taking a walk every day. Even if they are go apologize to a person. Yikes. Whatever it is, um, go have coffee with somebody. Call somebody and tell them have coffee with you to see if they'll have coffee with you. It could be go do the dishes. Whatever it is. Those small steps show him that you are obedient and you're trusting him. And I'm preaching this to myself. Um, I'm preaching this to my sons right now um, with the things that they're going through. Um, and so it's not something new to me. It's not something that I'm just giving you. I am living this right now. So those are the things that I have la learned in the last four years. These are just 14 of them. This is not all of them. This is just the ones that I saw. And like I said, some of these, when God tells me it's time, I will share more in depth of the stories and um, my story, our family story um, of who God's created me to be and I feel like where he's leading me um, in my life that I didn't, like I said, this is not of me because I never saw this um, because part of whatever this is is my voice. My voice has always been shut off, closed off, and people told me to keep my mouth shut. Um, and the fact that my voice, even when I would speak, people would not hear me. Um, like, they didn't, they didn't care. Um, and they didn't hear my words. And I think that's part of my refining and everything else because God's pruned me of flesh and walking in the Spirit. Um, 
And so if I ever spoke ill of anybody and not that it wasn't ill, it was ill. It was really what I felt deep down inside, but it may have come off wrong or harsh to you. It was not. It was out of love because I, like I said, I am one who wants to, I see you differently. I see you through God's eyes and I want you to change. But ultimately that change has to come from you surrendering and saying, okay, I don't want to be lived like this anymore. I don't want to be like this anymore. There's something going on in me. Like something's making me do the things that I'm doing. Let's have a talk. Let's have a conversation about it. But, um, I truly apologize to you if you felt like that's what it was because it was never that. It was never out of love, of condemnation or judging. It was truly out of love because I saw you for who you are and who God created you to be. Um, and I just wanted better for you. And so God's definitely refining me in all of that. Um, for sure. We're all learning. We're all processing. We're all growing. And it's a beautiful thing. Even in grief, even in sadness, even in the loss of somebody, we're always learning never 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 stop learning it may be that you learn it for now and then it'll you forget it and it'll come back when it's need when it needs to so that is it for today i hope that some of this may have sparked some interest in you talking to god talking to your family thinking about things if not then i just shared my heart and that's okay um when it's time i'll share more but for now, I hope you guys have a blessed day. And I hope that whatever you do, you go do it with joy. All right? And you be the one of a kind that God created you to be. Mind, body, soul, spirit, and heart moving as one. Have a great day. Love you.